Greetings, everyone. This is I'm Right. I'm Right. And I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I am Anthony Cordova, the man. Your man. That, that's true. The man. You're the man. <laughs> and your man. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Does that make me the woman? No. Why not? No, you don't want to say, oh, that's the wife or that's the woman. No, that's not the same. I don't see the difference, but that's not the point (laughs) that we're getting ready to make. Uh, I'm happy to announce to our listeners that we have a call. A call, another caller. Woo! Yes. This one is from Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kim, who is a great friend of ours. And she's responding to the episode we did about saying no and avoiding giving too much of yourself to others or to mm-hmm. things. Yes. So let's hear that call. Okay. You want me to play it? Want me to play it? Like play it? Play it now? Play it? Play it? Please. Okay. Here we go. I think for me, I, I really identified with it because I have this sense of, you know, making this sort of an internal promise to be there for other people. I think especially when you know what it's like to, to struggle and try to get a dream off the ground, you it stays with you and you, you want to help other people. And so you, you really want to be there for them and you, you really delight in, in being able to do that for other people. Um, and it, it really does bring you joy. And it's also, can also give you energy, but I, I think it reaches a point where it's exhausting too. Now that I'm older and I'm not afraid to simply go for the things that may have scared me when I was younger and I'm not afraid, um, to go for all these creative projects that I would have put off or made lots of excuses <laughs> to not go for in, in the past, there's also this this strange sense of urgency. You know, even though, you know, I'm not ancient, I'm also not immortal either. And um, so I feel like I can't work fast enough, you know, like I've got to get it all done. And I'm sure there's someone older than me going, oh, for goodness sakes, woman. <laughs> You know, that's ridiculous. But there is like a sense of urgency, like that there's not enough hours in the day and that I want to get all this stuff done. And so I end up sort of exhausted and frustrated and the things that bring me joy, the creative things that bring me joy also end up making me, I guess, a little tired and wrung out as well. And so I'm, I'm working on that balance, too. Uh, but I still want to be there for other creatives that are, 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 you know, doing similar things as well to be there for them. And so, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm working on that, too. Thank you, Kim, for those excellent points. Yes. She made a lot of excellent points, don't you she, think? Yeah, I, I believe she did. Um, you know, giving of yourself or giving too much of yourself. Right. And, you know, uh, the urgency. Right. That's what What's up with the urgency. Well, I think we as creatives do have that sense of urgency, whether we admit it or not, that we just want to finish this project and that project and this project and that project. And so we we feel like we have to get it all done. And I think part of that is because we, as especially writers, because m- many writers uh, compose a, or create whatever genre they're working in, um, based on their observations of society. So for me anyway, there is that sense of urgency where I have to to tell people what I think about this right now so that we can fix it. 
Uh, yes, I I agree with you. Um, and you know, um, most of the listeners know that I'm uh, writing a book of poetry. That it it is nearly, nearly, nearly finished. That's what I keep saying, but it is. <laughs> um, and there is a sense of urgency, but all at the same time, I have to say to myself, when it when it's done, then it's done. I, I shouldn't try to push, 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 because whenever it's done, it's the right time for it to be done. I agree. Um, I agree. We as as creatives have to remember that when we start something and also especially when we finish something, it's exactly the right time. Yeah, because writing is a long process. Yes. Even when you're done, you're still kind of not done. Right, because you're still thinking about, <laughs> oh, I could revise it to this. Yes, yeah, revision. Or it sounds better like this. Exactly. Um, you know? So, um, but she brings up an excellent point of, you know, she was talking about immortality as well. So I think many creatives want to have that finished product before they die. No, you but know? she didn't say like she was, she said she, she said wasn't like she ready for the not, grave. Right, she said she's not anxious, <laughs> but she's not immortal either. That's what she okay. said. So the other thing about um, giving too much of yourself, um, you know, uh, you want to help other creatives and be supportive of other creatives. Right. But um, you can get in that trap of concentrating too much on, on their work on their work and helping them yes um so what jill and i have found that works for us is we um just try to spend time with our creative friends right um whether it's face to face or you know on zoom or whatever but um in that setting we kind of give to each other right so because when you're ta- either just talking about what you're working on um, or uh, perhaps someone might read lines of something um, that they've done. And so therefore you're able to hear and, uh, you know, offer input as to what you heard. You are able to offer feedback yeah, from just yeah. hearing it, Yeah, you know? Um, and so that, but that also energizes you because you're around all these people who have all these amazing works in progress and that inspires you to do yours as well. Exactly. As opposed to just supporting them. Right. Um, where, so, where there's no exchange. And there's no exchange. So, right. yeah, that's that's a really great thing to do. So uh, you can think about that a little bit, Kim. Um, and, and the other thing is, uh, you know, when it gets back to the urgency, um, sometimes when you become you have that much of an urgency. I got to get this done and I got to get that done and I got to get this done. Um, it really helps for me to make a priority list and what is the most important thing on right. these priorities. And I kind of just will focus on it because when you start focusing on too many things that you want to do, you end up sitting still. Right. You're going right, you're going left, you're going forward, you're going up, you're going down, and you find that and you're you, not really progressing at yeah, all. Yeah, you're not progressing <laughs> at all. You haven't got much uh, work done. So, um, you know, focus on that most important project first. Right. And um, people, who, uh, a lot of people know that I have accountability partners as well, where we'll talk about what we're reading because 
writers read mm-hmm. and what we're writing. And then, you know, in a week we'll talk about, well, how far did you get? Uh, right. So that also keeps you on track as well as them. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll use myself in the, as an example. So while I've been uh, writing this latest book of uh, spoken word poetry, I only work on it, period. That's when it comes to writing. That's it. I don't even I don't even read a book while I'm working on my poetry. Say it ain't so. I don't. Yeah, because it takes away my I know how limited my time is. You know, sometimes I only have, you know, an hour or or two hours in a day and maybe not every day where I can write. So if I use that time reading instead, I'm not getting any writing done. And and at this point, the most important thing for me to do is finish that book. I understand that point. That but for me, I work in my reading. My reading list usually reflects what I'm writing so that I find inspiration in what I'm reading. Yeah. And that's that's that's, you know, that's not only inspiration, but it's also research right, um, that exactly. can help you. So I can under I can understand that um, where so to our me, processes that is, are a little bit different. Right. I was going to say, for me, reading is part of the process. Right. So I read a book before I start writing this uh, book, but that book inspired me to write my book. Right. So that was that was my research um, that got me to, you know, this point now. Absolutely. And the book I read was not a book of poetry. No, it wasn't. (laughs) No, it definitely was not. (laughs) Well, again, Kim, thank you very much um, for uh, yes, taking thank the t- you. for we, taking the time to call us. So we appreciate. Yeah, and and I'm sorry. I'm I'm glad, Jill. You. reminded me that this is not our episode by saying thank you Kim <laughs> we would have kept going on no, and we on would not and have. on and on no, I would have no we could have talked to, this could have been steered a whole, the, the conversation a different way it could have been a whole episode however we did a whole episode that's what she's responding to it could be a whole nother episode <laughs> this is the episode to answer the voicemail so, you know, because it opens, you know, other doors and other questions and, and all of that. Too, well, sure, you know, sure. Uh, so we still invite going. our listeners to, to call in. Yeah. But uh, so, so maybe we can do an episode in the future with nothing but calls. Yeah. Oh, but wow. we have to get enough to do that. Got to get enough call. Oh, well, maybe we should put somebody on the spot. Hey, Gary, call in. <laughs> call in, Gary. We miss you. all right well let's get uh going on what this episode is actually about which is relaxing at home relaxing relaxing at home at home it's part of a segment that we call stand by your stance do you want to speak first about this i actually do um I am a person that's always doing something. Which isn't a bad thing. Especially when I'm at home. Which can be a bad thing. So it's a very <laughs> it's very difficult um for me to relax at home because I'm thinking of all the things that need to be done, you know, period. Just, you know, regular stuff. 
Um, so like what? Specify that for the listeners. It could be I need to fix the back door. I need to clean the gutters. I need to cut the grass. I need to, you know, all of these things. I need to fix the car. I need, you know, just just things and things and more things. And the list never ends. That's true. Because listeners, often when Tony is at home, he can be sitting with you, having a conversation, and then you see his his eyes look at something and he's looking at it, looking at it. And the reason he's looking at it is because he thinks, oh, I need to fix that or, oh, I need to do this to that, you know? Um, so you, it's really, I think, difficult for you to sit in a room at your, your own house and look around and not feel that you should be doing something. Yes. Yes. So I do know this about myself and I, I realize that I do need to be able to relax at home. And, you know, otherwise, the only time I relax is on vacation. And during COVID, we didn't have, well, we didn't I have- know COVID's still going on. but Right. You know, it is? Different. Yeah. It's... <laughs> But um, but anyway, um, for self-improvement for myself, um, sometimes I have to, you know, just put in my mind, hey, I know there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done, but I need to take some time for myself just to relax and maybe do nothing. Instead of when I wake up in the morning, instead of getting up and starting to do stuff, maybe I should just lay there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, maybe I should. Maybe I should just lay there. Maybe I should just, you know, think about some uh, creative uh, things. And actually, even the creative things that I do, um, I also need to take a break from that sometimes. that, you know, that, just, became, that can become work yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just, I mean, you know, just, just, you know, working on, on my book, it's, it's very, hmm, it's very trying um, because I write about all the injustices in this country. So it puts you um, in a certain space. Yeah. So, yeah. It puts me in a certain space, which is, which is kind of really kind of stressful um yes and you know and i've been writing that for nine months now so sometimes i have to say you know what i I know i have time to write it right now but no i need to take a break from it and just clear my mind and you know do something mindless or fun or you know just just something or really um some of my best relaxation is just talking to jill about I relax you with our conversations yeah just talking about you know just different things in general what it could be creative not creative it could be what we want to do in the future or something but um that relaxes me and calms me like like we'll have breakfast sometimes and our breakfast will last for like three hours Yes, <laughs> we're just yes. sitting there just talking, talking as if we're in a restaurant somewhere and just, you know, listening to music and eating and talking about yes. stuff. So. Yes. Well, I think this episode is especially um, necessary right now because there are many people who, for the first time in their careers, um, are working from home. 
Yeah. And so when you blend work you're, oh, yeah. you're, with home. Yeah. The lines are blurred. The lines are blurred. Yeah. Um, as to when you're working and when you're not. And I think that for many people who have always worked from home or who are new to it because of COVID, um, it becomes even more difficult to make yourself not work more. You know, there, yeah. there have been m many um, studies that have come out since the pandemic started where people are far more exhausted now. Yeah. Yeah. Because they couldn't, is, they didn't yeah. have a cutoff yeah. because they were working yep. from home. So they kept working from home. Yeah. Um, but there are people who are being forced to go back into the office and now some of their supervisors are expecting that same level of work that they did at home in the office. Mm -hmm. So they're still doing more work so that when they get home, they're completely exhausted. That's right. But that gets, you know, it gets back to self care. Right. Right. Um, we all need our jobs. Okay. We all need to make money so we can pay bills and keep a roof over our heads. But it comes a point where if you're giving back to giving too much of yourself, there's nothing left. You right. know, um, right. this quality of life you're trying to have because you work, you know, right. Able to earn a living, it keeps you from having a, you know, quality life, you know, just because right. all they're doing is working and stressed out all the time. So, you know, you have to create, um, boundaries right um, right and respect them respect your own and boundaries. respect your own <laughs> boundaries now if you're a workaholic that's that's a different that's a different that's thing. a different conversation all, all in yeah totally but you may have allowed yourself to be forced into a condition to where you work like a workaholic um and, but you have to, have to, have to draw boundaries. You know, hey, I'm not taking any emails. I'm not taking any calls. I'm not answering any texts. After, after a five o'clock. Right, That's after it. a certain time. You yes. know, and people yes. are like, oh, why, why, hey, why didn't you answer? Like, I was not, off. I'm, I'm not I'm, on the clock. I'm not on the clock. I'm off. I'll answer you in the morning. That's right. That's you know. right. Because you do train you can train people to know what to expect from you so if they know they're never going to get an answer if until after five o'clock until the next day yeah. then they they know that without even really thinking about it like oh they're not going to answer me until such and such but I, I, exactly. but let me go ahead and send them this email so i won't forget yeah you yeah. know, you know um, answered in the morning right right no problem no problem um, because um you know when it comes to jobs, we all need to have our jobs, but there's always another job. Right, <laughs> you right. Know, your job isn't the be all to end all to everything. No matter what you think, no matter what your boss says, no matter what, if what you your coworkers say. What if say, it's your business? Well, if it's your business, that's a little different. Um, you know, that's a whole different mindset. But still, even if you're the boss and it's your own business and, you know, I've worked for myself 
my entire adult life practically um you still have to create some boundaries even for yourself right and stick to your them job and family and and all of that and, and stick to it you right know? so right. It, 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 you know it's the same it it is the same there are um two things that i i believe in when it comes to uh helping yourself relax at home. One is a cliche, believe it or not. It's oh, cl- Jill, we know a, you hate cliches. I hate cliches, but there's one that I've always liked, and that is work smarter, not harder. Not harder. Mm. And the other is not so much a, a cliche, but it's it's a, f- a fairly contemporary phrase, which is staycation. So even if you're forced to stay at home, you need to make that a vacation. I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking to someone about that the other day. They, they told me they was on vacation, you know, previous week. I said, well, where'd you go? What you do? I stay home. Mm, what you do? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes but, did they mean that they did nothing because sometimes that's, that's the best relaxation you can have is to do yeah. absolutely nothing. Well, and I, I bring that conversation up ahead because um, I realized that there's no way in the world I could do a staycation. Yes, I know that about you. So I, I've I never do, said so. to you, let's have a staycation. <laughs> You've n- said it to me when I used to have a lot of vacation time and you you would say, well, I can't go. I can't get off as often as you so why don't you have a staycation? And I was perfectly fine with that because I can yeah, relax at home. But no, you know, I, I, I struggle to, you know, put aside one day to just relax. That's even a struggle. for I me. know. So to do it for a whole week, I'm not there yet. I, you know, you know, I know my limitations. Yes. I know my limitations. True. And I know there's no way in the world I could stay home and you know you can say oh well you could use that time to write do a staycation and use the time to finish your book right yeah i I probably would get the book finished and i would do a lot of other stuff too i feel like there's a a lot of stuff yeah i would i would do other stuff i would i would because i don't sit and write for eight hours a day you know straight you know what i mean I can write maybe three hours and then come back, you know, maybe four hours later and write another three hours. But to sit down and write for eight hours, my brain goes to mush after about three hours. Um, So in that time in between, I would be doing something else, work around the house, going to the store, whatever, you know, make I, I know I wouldn't have a real staycation. Yes. But well, 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 let's talk about staycations. So staycation is a staycation where you just stay home or is a staycation where you do vacation stuff around where you live. It can be either. But for me, the definition means you you found a way. To feel like you're on vacation right in your own house. That's what it means for me. But you you aren't able to do that, <laughs> no. which is why I've never said to you, hey, let's have a staycation. I've never said that to you Yeah, because well, I know that wouldn't uh, go over well. Now, if I said to you, let's do a day trip here, let's do a day trip there, and, and, and it goes 
for you know over a week's time you could you could do that because yeah. but you're still getting out of the house so you're yeah. and it's all because i know that you cannot fully relax at home i know this but it also depends on your definition of relaxation no doing work around the house is not relaxing to me <laughs> <laughs> I do it out of necessity. But what I, what I mean is sometimes people, especially if they're a creative person, they believe that doing whatever that creative project is, is relaxation for them. Well, yes. Yes. So it depends on what your definition of relaxation yes, cause is. Because when, when, when I was semi-retired, um, that's when I was the most creative. Right. And it, is also when I was the most relaxed. My blood pressure went down. My pulse rate went down. Um, you know, you and I were walking all the time. It was uh, better mentally and physically for me. And I did stay busy all the time. So, yes, know. yes, you did. Well, let's get to our segment, our second segment that we call Give It a Rest and a Resolution. Is your conclusion that you can't relax at home? No. What's your conclusion? Um, for the listeners and, and myself, it, it goes back to um, taking care of self. We need to take care of ourselves mentally and physically. But as the episode is called Relaxing at Home, yeah, What's but this is but this that? is but this is how you this is how you do it. Whether whether however you find uh, a way to do that, um, like you said, relaxing at home are different things for different people, right? So you know, take care of yourself. Figure out what that is for you. Um, like you brought up just a moment ago, um, you know, is it relaxing for me to fix things around the house? No. But it might be relaxing for someone else to fix things around the house. Right. So that's taking care of yourself, what what you like, what makes you comfortable, what keeps you in a good frame of mind. So it it, it really just circles back to, you know, take care of self. What, what makes you happy? What makes you calm? You know, so it's a physical and mental thing. Yes, I I agree. My resolution is that relaxing at home is absolutely a necessity for everybody. Even, you know, I don't understand people who never take their paid time off. <laughs> I understand their reasons, you know, usually it's out of fear that yes. that someone's going to do their job better when they're uh, yeah. gone and therefore they won't have a job when they come back. I I guess I get that, but at the same time <laughs> I have never been one of those people that lost my paid time off because no. I didn't take it. No. So it's absolutely a necessity for everyone to do that. Mm -hmm. And as you said, just figure out what that means for you. Yeah. All right. Let's get to our third segment that we call. I'm trying to help you. Advice. Oh, well, hmm. I don't know. Go first this time. Let's see what you have. What do you have? Well, my advice is if you're not one of, if, if you're someone who can't seem to relax at home, start small. It, say, I'm going to, at least once this year, I'm going to find something that relaxes 
me at home. And maybe it's trial and error. You know, maybe you thought watching TV would relax you, but maybe, you know, don't watch something that's going to be a trigger for you, (laughs) you know? So it, it might be, you know, or maybe it's a book or, you know, whatever it is, it's your way of relaxing. You know, you don't have to follow everybody else's lead on that. Exactly. And um, yeah, so I'm going to go on with that. So, but you may not even know what to do to become relaxed. You may not have found that in yourself because you've worked your whole life and that was your life. But um, my advice on, on this is, you know, remember what you enjoyed as a child, as a teenager, you know, or what you enjoyed in your 20s. Um, Because the chances are, whatever that hobby was or something, you probably still like that. And maybe it will help you relax. Right, right. Well, it's time for our last segment that we call. So, what what do do you think? think? What What do do you think? think? Because I'm right. Because I'm right. We want to hear from you listeners. Perhaps you have ideas that we've not touched upon. Yeah, so let's we, hear it. Yeah, we do want to hear from you, Gary. Um, <laughs> that I'm, number. <laughs> I'll pick it on Gary. And that number is 404-594-2247, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone else who wants to call in. <laughs> Gary. All right. It's time to wrap this up. You've been listening to I'm Right. I'm Right. I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Shout out to Gifford Ivan Cordova III for the music, Nick Zinke for the art, and thank you listeners. Thank you listeners, and we love you all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.